wherever you are. Today I'm joined by Laura. How are you today? I'm great, thank you, Nico. How are you? Better than ever, of course. Every day we need to... <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Every day we need to improve ever so slightly to the person we were yesterday. That's how it goes. So in, in terms of, um, as, as we continue our journey towards diving into the healthy habits and what can we as individuals do in terms of um, improving our overall health and wellness as we sort of you know, get older um, and towards the, uh, the sort of older ages, if you may. So um, we've, we've been speaking about a lot about different habits like sleep, workouts, diets, um, uh, and meditation, even with, uh, with Tommy last week. Um, so one, one aspect which is really close to my heart, or at least used to be very close to my heart, and I'm sure it is even closer to your heart, which is um, the, the aspect of mobility uh, and stretching. Um, so just a, a bit of an outline to this. I used to, when I was playing ice hockey, um, back when I was younger, I still play, so I play ice hockey, but I, I don't stretch that much. So I used to stretch um, anywhere between one to two hours a day, just because wow. I needed to you know, in, 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 increase my um, mobility. Um, Is that a typical thing or just for goalies? Just for goalies, maybe, um, mostly because of the, the uh, mobility splits. required to, to do splits, <laughs> for example, and be agile and all that. So it, so I, I just remember that was a really, even when I was like 15, 16, it was a really meditative um, session. I enjoyed it back then as well. But then afterward, just like prioritized everything else um, in, in, front of, in, in front of stretching. And usually stretching is a fact which... Um, is like said to be okay so if you exercise then you need to stretch right after exercise for whatever 15 minutes maybe you do some static stretching before exercise a bit these are like the normal habits of people right yes but so what is your take on this because um, you have a big background in, in gymnastics right where this yes. is a major part yes can you sort of give maybe maybe you can start by if you can give us some a, a short intro into how you approach stretching when you were younger yeah, for sure. So, back in the days, like many many years ago, um, when I was still last, last yeah, <laughs> yeah, when I was still doing gymnastics, um, I would say the hardcore way. Um, nowadays, my gymnastics is mostly just fooling around with with the, um, with the kids and just trying to maintain some of the cool uh, tricks and functionalities and and so on. Uh, but back in the days, we used to actually stretch insane amounts um, and the odd thing is that we did a lot of static stretching yeah, yeah. even before workouts which yeah. is according to science nowadays that's not recommended at all it's kind of eating up your performance and and uh, strength and all these kind of things so we can talk about that a bit later um, but back in the days we would, we would do our warm-up and then we would continue with uh, static stretches about one to two minutes per stretch and really like with the splits and, yeah. and all this kind of hardcore stretches and then we would go on with the workout and um, do whatever we, we wanted to do and we would always end up um, the workout with passive um, like static stretches once again so we did a lot of stretching um, we, what we also did um, was, I'm not sure if this is the correct term, but overstretching. Yeah. So, for example, in, in, in a split, we would uh, have our front leg elevated. Oh, 
and then the you take your body beyond the, the yes and then the coach would sit on us so that we would actually bend in impossible um, positions so th- this was my background i was much stretched and interestingly enough even though i didn't stretch mu- much for years and years while I was still doing a lot of running and, and weightlifting, I never lost the flexibility. So I can, I, can, I can still do stretches and, and like uh, splits and everything. So it didn't, obviously it's not the same level as it used to be, but it never disappeared. So I think something was like permanently overstretched. And nowadays I, I do like a longer stretching session, maybe once a week. And then there might be consist a longer stretch. Uh, that would be around I don't know thirty to sixty minutes. And other than that, I've just uh, incorporated. Yeah. Nowadays, I incorporate like very short stretches into my workouts. And this is my life. It's kind of <laughs> hectic one. So I utilize the time. So I live in a high a high floor apartment. So whenever I take the lift down to the gym. I will do some um, some dynamic stretches while waiting for the lift and while taking the lift downstairs. And that would be like lunges, I would swing my legs, I would do like sort of lots of dynamic stuff. Yeah. It only takes a few minutes because the, the lift doesn't take that long, but that's essentially um, what I do. And once I get to the gym, if I'm about to... Um, do like a heat session I would just target the muscles that will be called upon during the workout and do a few extra stretches maybe just two minutes and then I go on with the with the workout and once I'm finished on the way back up to the um, to the apartment I would do the same lunge on my way back and do a few um, few targeted stretches just to uh, sort of um, get the the muscles back in in shape because they've been contracted during the workout so i just want to get them back to static or dynamic stretches those would be dynamic again so static stretches for me is something that is um at least 30 seconds Uh, so i focus on sort of um definitely on the dynamic side of things just try to get the muscles back to their regular length after the contraction during the workout and in addition to that I I, like I mentioned earlier I do the maybe once a week once every two weeks or if I'm super lucky or happen to have the time and remember it I might do it twice a week like 30 to 60 minutes uh, my session uh, just at home I listen to an audiobook at the same time. I just do. I I I have the timer every sixty seconds. It will buzz, yeah. and I will switch to um, another stretch. But that's essentially that. So I'm I'm kind of. It's quite an enjoyable session because I do have the book to entertain me. Um, but yeah, that that's pretty much it. Other than that, I I do do um, occasional yoga. So I. I do uh, purchase like um, yoga vouchers mm-hmm. and that's always like I don't know four sessions that you need to use within four weeks so sure. that means I would go once a week but that's not like a regular thing so whenever I, I find something interesting I'll, I'll just 
do it if it fits my schedule but yeah that's that's it how about you nowadays well i guess um for me I'm, i'm i'm creature of habit it always follows the same same sort of traction or track if you may mm-hmm. i i do dynamic, dynamic stretches before um a workout so um, there are some science behind as as you sort of hinted towards is that there there are there is some science behind the fact that you know doing static stretching before a workout regardless of the type of workout you're doing it might actually um hinder your workout performance and the effectiveness of your workout um to that extent so i i, I changed a few years ago just doing dynamic stretches um before workout and ensure that <clears throat> that the range of motion whichever workout i'm doing is full so that i can i can for example do squats to the full full range of uh, motion and so forth uh, and to get some fluids going into the joints as well the dynamic stretches are good for that that purpose and then i sort of enjoy a cool down session after the crossfit workout which i would do static stretches for 15 minutes again not optimal because my body is still warm uh, after the workout so doing static stretches does not actually or after a workout does not necessarily make me more flexible as such it's just yeah. a good way to cool down and it feels good afterwards so i'm i'm i am going to going to need to work on my stretching um habits um in in the near future for sure yeah, how is it uh, just out of curiosity um uh, how is it with a crossfit box do they actually recommend you you do that or do they organize that the dynamic session before the actual workout or is yes. it your own responsibility to take care of your body that you're well prepped for the upcoming <laughs> lifting and craziness and yes. roaring and whatever you guys do at the indeed so it's a good question so it, there are two two phases to this so a lot of people do come to the box maybe five minutes earlier and do start doing the dynamic uh, warm up um, and then there is a like maybe 10 to 15 minutes in the beginning of the workout which is purely towards warming up the body doing a short run and then doing uh, dynamic stretches there are some static stretches as well but i would say mainly dynamic stretches um, and dynamic um, exercises as well which gets the body warmed up for the actual workout because obviously the injury rates go up, go up dramatically even yeah. according to science if you do not warm up and do these dynamic stretches as well so from from at least that perspective doing dynamic stretching before your workouts is quite crucial uh, in order for you to um, stay healthy and not yeah. get injured regardless yeah. of the sport you are actually doing yeah so it, just in in terms of um the the because you you've done a lot of research into um stretching and flexibility and you've got a lot of experience you know ever since childhood um because of your uh, gymnastics background so if we, if we sort of detach the the stretching and flexibility context from sports and exercising for a bit mm-hmm. what are some of um, i mean why should everyone stretch why should we be stretching regardless of doing workouts yeah yeah for sure so there's a range of benefits um that we can go through because uh, actually even if you don't work out at all it is really crucial to to include some type of mo- mobility work or stretching into your daily life which is also the reason why we've incorporated this recommendation as as part of uh, healthzilla so you get reminded of the importance of stretching and mobility work uh, weekly uh, so as you age uh, you're naturally going to lose your range of motion 
not overnight, yeah. uh, but slowly over time. And sort of stretching regularly will prevent you um, from this uh, awful condition. Because imagine yourself as a, as a grandpa or a granny, and you cannot, let's say, lift your grandchildren up. Because, you know, you, you've just lost the, the big portion of your range of motion. Or you're, let's say, you're uh, tiptoeing and trying to get your festive china from the upper shelf to, uh, for the Christmas meal. And you simply cannot do it. Mm. Or you drop something and you're unable to bend over and, and pick it up from yeah. the floor. So these kind of things that we don't think about, like I would say most of us humans would, um, would think about stretch. When they think about stretching, they think about yoga poses like weird asanas and contortionists and splits and all these kind of things. Even though... Um, stretching would be crucial just for the very basic day-to-day things that you can actually lead a, a fulfilling life and continue doing the things you do just regular things like you know picking up things from the floor and for, for that reason if nothing else for that reason because you, you want to you don't want to be crippled and, and end up in a wheelchair um just because you you never did any mobility work or took care yeah, of your absolutely. your range of motion, that this is one key benefit to to keep in mind. And if, if it, and it's it's an interesting context if you think of it because <clears throat> when we do I mean even when we are young or middle aged or if, especially when we get older, when the range of motion if if we do not stretch and take care of our mobility flexibility, when the range of motion over time gets uh, get shorter, i.e. you can't bend, you can't, cannot potentially go into a full squat, uh, all that sort of stuff, <clears throat> and the flexibility of your muscles actually decrease, or elasticity of your mu- muscles decrease over time, and then when you actually do tear your muscle because of the shortened range of motion and mm-hmm. reduced flexibility, that will cripple you even further. And yeah. what ends up happening then is you, you sort of naturally start avoiding that specific range of motion, which will cause mus- muscle atrophy in that specific part exactly. of your body, which will just become like a spiral. Nasty downwards. cycle, yeah. 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 Downwards going spiral, so hence it is so important to... And that is strongly also linked to stretching, sort of uh, preventing you from chronic pain and conditions. Mm. Oh, absolutely. So it's the same logic over there. So especially if you think about lower back issues and these kind of... I would say um, issues that many middle-aged people that I know are are facing. Um, Sort of uh, the principle of stretching, loosening your tightened muscles and sending them back to normal length um, is crucial. So just for these two reasons, to maintain your range of motion and to prevent some of the chronic conditions and, and issues that will have a major impact on your quality of life, mm-hmm. um, try to incorporate some stretching into your uh, weekly routine. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, like, like you mentioned um, earlier, um, injury prevention. Uh, I think for all CrossFitters out there in oh, yeah. the world, this is <laughs> one major element. And I would say when you're young, you don't really think about these kind of things. No, um, you, you're, you, you can't do anything you're great at everything. You just hit the gym, hit it hard, no need for a warm-up or stretching or anything. 
but depending on your your physique you might start noticing a difference when when you hit 30. Oh absolutely it's it, it, same thing which happened to me as well um, I, so, I started actually paying attention to proper warm-up stretching routines all that mobility stuff only after I turned 30. Um, even the only reason I was stretching before was simply because I needed to be flexible for the ice hockey goalie um, stuff right um, I had I've been suffering from lower back issues since my mid-20s because of deadlifts simple as oh, that wow. um, which was I, it a, just a bad technique or bad, both it, it was bad technique and zero um, back stretching and back mobility exercises basically and it kept on happening like continuously every three four months or so I, I, I got this massive back pain because I tore something in my lower back and kept, kept happening same spot every single time and it kept happening all the way until my almost mid-30s or something um, and then you found Jefferson curls <laughs> did you I did exactly <laughs> Jefferson, Jefferson curls and then the reverse Jefferson curl which is lying on your back and throwing your legs um, over your head and just these and then some other uh, other um, stretches as well which so I simply every single day I focus um, a lot that I get at least one or two like proper long um, three to five minute back stretches there and, and all of those problems in terms of um, having any back issues have simply vanished. Like, yeah. I, I haven't gotten injured in a few years, <laughs> knocking on the wood. Um, <clears throat> so it, it's been it's been so crazy to see the see the difference. And I would imagine in your case, it's more on the sort of mobility work um, side of things rather than static stretching for the for your back. Because um, I would I would argue it's both. Okay. It's, it's both because if, if you think of like something like a deadlift, it's if you get injured whilst doing deadlifts, there are various reasons for that, but mm -hmm. mostly the most common ones would be bad technique and bad mobility when you're doing. Um, um, so I, I had both of these. So when I corrected both of them, then then it's um, then it's become so much better. Um, the thing with what I what I feel like, this is just like myself. So there's no research behind it but how I feel feel about this is that I've, I've, got, I've gotten more benefit from the dynamic stretches by increasing the flexibility of my spine and the, the muscles um, supporting the spine mm -hmm. and especially in the lower back um, so Jefferson curl and um, you know don't know what the name of it this stretches in English but when you lie on the uh, leg raises on, or when you lie on your back uh, on the floor and you throw your legs above your head like like with your so is it like a leg floor. raise straight yeah. leg raise leg raise but then you continue continue yeah knees or toes yeah. to the floor so and just hold that stretch for three minutes or five minutes or something and simply increasing the the like natural flexibility uh, mm -hmm. of the lower back muscles that's been so that i sort of intuitively feel has been a bit more beneficial in this for sure. And how did you find find out about these? Um, for example, Jefferson curls. Well, Jefferson curl, I, I um, simply learned about in in the Healthzilla app. Yay! <laughs> so I kind of figured that. <laughs> putting everything into timeline. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> no, it, it, it is. I mean, life is life is all about learning every day. New new 
habits and new stuff that you can incorporate into your life and that's what we are trying to do um, not just trying to do that what that's what we are doing with the healthzilla app which is, which is why it is so great shameless plug it is cool. <laughs> sim, sim, simply awesome Cured oh, your back. Indeed, indeed. Um, but uh, just for your listeners who might not know about Jefferson Curls, go Google it. Just, um, just because I would never sort of think about that as part of stretching. Yes. It's active mobility work, yeah, but it's kind of a muscle exercise. So, but the the great thing about Jefferson Curls is that it targets your range of motion it targets your muscles it targets so many areas that will help you with any kind of back issues and that's actually one of the rare things that are um, permanently incorporated in my morning routine mobility you know the few minute session that i do while oil swishing so i always uh, do jefferson curls it's amazing for the back and and sort of strengthening and stretching at the same time but it's not the type of static boring stretch where you sit in a split and sweat and cry because it hurts so much so it's kind of a pleasant um, sensation when you do that so so that's definitely um, something to try out if your um, if your view of stretching is a bit limited so in the mobility area there are so many great dynamic ways of Mm. of um, improving your range of motion and flexibility and all of that also at the same time um, strengthening the important muscles so question then would you then consider so i know because yoga is so popular like especially here in in southeast asia but elsewhere in the world as well so as yoga is so popular and someone's doing say three times a week yoga Mm -hmm. would that be enough in your view uh just doing yoga Mm. no okay for holistic health you need to uh, you need to do some cardio you actually want to exercise your heart in a very specific heart rate zone which would be uh, so essentially you need to do some intervals it it doesn't have to uh, be running per se it can be rower it can be elliptical it can be stepper it can be like your it's it's your choice you could also cycle but you need to sort of target that heart rate zone um also uh, for your heart health and this is related to longevity you would need to get your heart heart rate spiking up which would be interval training in some format you need to do some strength training as well in my case, I I wouldn't say it's necessary to lift weights because I've been doing bodyweight workouts for almost two years now. But you definitely want to do strength workouts. And at least based on my personal experience, because I've been doing um, lots of yoga last year, um, that was one of my New Year's res- resolutions. Right. So I said to myself, I will treat myself to, to yoga occasionally. Uh, and I will give you a pro tip in the in the end how to do it in an affordable manner, because <laughs> as a startup you're always out of money. And any kind of class sessions in Asia they're awfully pricey. They are. So sure. there are ways to go around this. Um, but essentially, um, 
I've tried so many different types of yoga uh, from uh, from Bikram to to um, all these uh, like Hatha and and then the very like heavy ones but if you look at your heart rate mm. uh, after the workout it's definitely not hitting sort of the, yeah, the, yeah, the, the, the zones that you want to be hitting mm-hmm. it's for me yoga is a recovery session yeah. it it might have like obviously if, if you look at yogis uh, they have an amazing body but usually that is more related to how and what they eat of course, of course. Uh, not just purely like related to the workouts that they're yeah, doing and um Many of even the yoga teachers that I know personally very much know that they should be doing other stuff as well. Mm-hmm. So uh, I would say in general, it is quite limiting to just pick one type of yeah. exercise and, and, and do only that. Because even if I, if I think about the days when I was still doing gymnastics, we would do gymnastics, yes. We would go lift weights we would go running we would uh, do ballet we had a lot of different supporting actions around that and our fabulous coaches recognized that our body needed other type of uh, exercise as well so and i would say if you look at any kind of uh, professional sports even ice hockey, I'm yeah. sure you did other things uh, than just course, spending yeah. time on the yeah. ice. So even that sort of supports that. Yes, you might be like, you don't need to be uh, doing sports professionally. Mm. <laughs> but just think about it in a holistic way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now, if, if you put that question in the context of whether yoga is enough for stretching and mobility and flexibility depends on the type of classes that okay. you take there are yoga classes that i feel are more of a meditation oh, lots true. of yeah. chilling lying down you know being in your zone which is amazing mm-hmm. um but i noticed after the session it's it definitely did not hit my flexibility goals or whatever muscle tightness or soreness i might have had before yeah. the class but then there are some amazing classes that are in essentially any good yoga studio they have those uh very specific classes targeting specific areas Mm. and if you have a good teacher you could probably say like you know i have lots of upper back stiffness could we maybe target that or could you show me a few useful stretches for that so absolutely absolutely now interestingly just rotating back because one other very popular sport or workout form in the world right now is crossfit as per what we mentioned previously Um, in crossfit per se there there is a lot of injuries especially um to the people who who are just starting out so usually what happens is you start crossfit you get injured and then you change your your ways of operating a bit you you start incorporating more warm-ups like dynamic stretches and static stretching as well but the one thing you you can do just as as a pro tip especially because a lot of or I can't remember the science behind this, but um, just by observing and, and listening to people, a lot of the CrossFit-related injuries often happen in shoulder areas, um, which is all about the shoulder mobility. 
um, wrong technique and shoulder mob mobility as well. In the tradi traditional thinking of how you stretch, you start to stretch your legs, basically. So the muscles on your, on your legs. So what, what that means is quads, your hamstrings, your, your groins, and, and so forth. Which then, then you focus on that heavily. And then you might do some lower back stretches and some ab stretches um, as well. But then you almost completely ignore the upper body side of things. You might, because of the ease of doing like a, like a pectoral muscle, uh, stretch just by putting your hand onto a wall and just leaning towards the other direction and that's it but then we forget what what goes over our heads uh, which technically um, it, it is quite hard to actually stretch so you need to be quite quite sort of um, creative about that but the, the injury specific to lifting stuff overhead which quite often happens in sports or, or workout forms like CrossFit or even bodybuilding or weightlifting itself <clears throat> then gets really heavy to your shoulder joints and especially to your rotator cuffs. Um, so the better mobility and the stronger the small muscles around your shoulder joints are, the more likely you are to be able to continue working out um, healthy without injuries. So that's something which I've incorporated as well quite heavy into my own stretching routine is the is the quite heavy shoulder work if you may um, just trying to stretch stretch my my shoulders um, especially from the overhead position um, trying to stretch the the rotator cuffs the small muscles uh, around the shoulder joints the larger deltoid muscles as well because um, that obviously prevent can prevent a lot of the injuries which i have um, had in the past as well there would be an interesting quick test if you did a handstand mm -hmm. And you will look at your lining. Are you nicely aligned? Because if your shoulders are very stiff, it will look all crooked. Yeah, because if you cannot cannot like put your arms straight to your ears. Yes. And stand straight, basically. Yeah, it is. It is quick test. So if you guys want to try yep. with your own risk, obviously <laughs> be careful. Kids, Do don't try this at home. <laughs> Indeed, indeed. So, what are some of the other health health uh, benefits that you would see from? Um, well, according to science, the, this one is a bit um, debatable, uh, but some of the some of the research actually shows that uh, stretching will enhance your recovery. Mm. So, speed it up, and that kind of makes sense if if you think about it, because. Um, you know, when you stretch, you're sort of increasing the the nutrient flow to your muscles and, and the blood flow. So just getting rid of the lactic acid in the in the muscles and, and sort of um, uh, that type of function would make sense, like when I think about it. But the unfortunately, the research... Um, so what they've been researching is, is sort of the muscle soreness and, and stiffness, mm. uh, whether that has decreased significantly uh, after static stretching yeah. after the workout and there are no um, no studies that would clearly show a a huge difference so there there might be some minor difference but not significant enough that it could be said you know yeah. this is the scientific truth uh, it will enhance your recovery but i would say you know um, there is no harm in stretching. Exactly. So just looking at the other benefits uh, of 
increasing your your um, range of motion and these kind of things like preventing um, chronic conditions, you might just as well stretch. And like I mentioned, in my case, it's just super quick after the workout. I'll try to target those muscles that have been called upon during the workout and not like overdo it. So for me, 15 minutes would be way too much. So, you know, even if you can do like two to five minutes after the workout um, and if you feel better about doing still continuing with the the, uh, dynamic stretching, which is at least for me, it's part of the cooling, cooling off, cooling down process. That might be an option if, if you're sort of tight on time. And then the, the final uh, uh, benefit that is worth mentioning is that it's actually increasing your alertness level. Because right. like I mentioned, uh, stretching... Um, so the bi- final benefit of stretching would be then increasing your alertness level. So as you stretch, your body will sense the change in the muscle uh, length and movement. And as a result, it will then start preparing itself um, to becoming more active by increasing this blood and nutrient flow that I mentioned earlier. Um, And that will help you feel more awake. Um, And this is a good tip for... um, To to sort of... uh, If you think about your day at the office, just get up from the chair, do a few stretches, and and you will feel refreshed and more alert. And maybe don't have to go for that cup of coffee. Mm. You can sort of increase that alertness simply by doing a a few physical uh, movements. Absolutely, because we... A lot of people, including ourselves, uh, do sit down most of the day on a, on a chair, which obviously makes your makes your body stiff, stiffen up. Um, the more time you spend on that chair, so it's a very good tip indeed. One of the <clears throat> benefits, which I've this is an anecdotal, uh, you know, benefit as well. But what I've noticed is that stretching can be really relaxing uh, when you've completed your 15 half an hour uh, static stretching. You feel really relaxed afterwards and it, it goes together with the fact when when you actually uh, do stretch um, your your muscles lengthen in um, well lengthen obviously quite a lot and then when you hold that stretch for say three minutes for example then you bring the muscle back to its normal length um, it somehow feels so much more relaxed relaxed somehow so I'm not sure if there is still some stiffness in terms of the, the uh, neurochemical activity within the muscle in terms of after workout or hard day's work or whichever, but it just somehow relaxes your body completely. Now, um, some, of my, some of the people I know do stretching right before going to bed and, and they anecdotally say that uh, it helps them to fall asleep faster. Again, um, no science behind this, at least for now. Uh, it would be interesting to dig out some more uh, articles. Science, like the current science says, it's actually making you more alert more and okay. not uh, sleepy. I'm actually very surprised to hear you find stretching relaxing because in my case, it's it's <laughs> pure pain. It's like, you know, the, the painful sweat and I feel like crying and vomiting and dying and yeah, I don't know if, if my sessions are a bit too hardcore maybe they're more intense you know <laughs> yes. you, you, you take those over stretches and all that not anymore not anymore but just uh, maintaining that flexibility uh, of is not a 
walk in the park, mm. I would say. It's still, and regarding the, the level of pain, if you're new to stretching, definitely don't go for the hardcore stuff. Yeah. Start easy, listen to your body, and definitely build it step by step, like slowly uh, and really don't hurt yourself so that would be once you then get to know your body better you you might learn something at the yoga class or from youtube videos or whatever might be your your source of information later on we'll have uh, very simple stretching content within the app as well so that might be a good reference too but definitely before you know yourself you know your limits don't go super hardcore so um, make it pleasant for yourself then it's easier to build a habit out of it if it doesn't feel like my sessions Mm. so personally for me the the reason I actually remember to do it is not because it's relaxing and lovely but it's simply because on on the days when my stress levels are elevated um, I actually get the healthzilla reminder um, about me being a bit stressed and it recommends me stretching so that's okay. like a notification in my mm-hmm. face saying, hey, Laura, Time today stretch. do yes. some stretching. And I'm like, oh, yeah, sure, I'll do it. But it's not such a um, tempting sensation that I would be naturally um, doing that day to day. So for me, that sort of, uh, it, it's definitely a, a good aid uh, to remind myself uh, when I need to do it. And... Um, then um, I would say regarding the yoga classes, just be careful out there because my only sports injury in the past 10 or 15 years happened this year at a yoga studio. So How did that happen? Yeah, an interesting story. So <laughs> um, I took a, I think it was a Bikram class and I had a very authentic yoga teacher from India, a tiny guy. Um, I don't know, 60, 70 kilos. And he was much in love with my flexibility in the class because most of the other participants might have been a bit more stiff. Um, But essentially, we were doing one of the asanas and he was um, going around the class and trying to force us to go deeper into the stretch. I said, do not touch me. Like... I don't want to be touched. I know my limits. I, I know how to take myself where I want to be. Nonetheless, he stepped on me um, and forced the stretch. And I said, get off. But I felt like a deep, painful sensation in my leg. Uh, something snapped. And then I was injured for five or six weeks. I couldn't oh, yeah. do anything. So... And obviously, I complained to the studio, I complained to the teacher, uh, and they said they will, you know, take customers' desires into account in the future, but this happened, um, and it happened even even if, if I yeah. said, said it out clear and, uh, loud and clear that I don't want to be touched. Um, but yeah, I, w- I would definitely recommend, if, if you're new to yoga, uh, inform the teacher you're new to yoga, and whether you want to be touched or assisted, obviously they, they, they have a good aim. Uh, but if you kind of 
feel your body and you know you can always ask for assistance if you feel that some some of those stretches are not really um, ticking the box for you but definitely set, set some clear limits because you don't want to get yoga injuries that's kind of ridiculous because you do yoga to actually prevent injuries and and to recover better and then you get injured over there so definitely if if you head to yoga studios and then quickly my pro tip like i like i promised how how to do this on a shoestring um because yeah because the yoga classes tend to be a bit pricey uh, especially here in singapore which is one of the most expensive cities in the world so what I do is is Fave. Uh, I think it was previously it was called Groupon. Mm. Oh, Fave is the group. Okay. Yes. So they have amazing yoga offers. So it's like you know eight classes for I don't know forty dollars okay. or something so it like that. Really it becomes really yeah inexpensive. Obviously, there is a time limit to that, so you usually need to uh, use the, the 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 voucher within four to six weeks or something and you need to book the class in advance and so on but it's their way of uh, sort of luring in new customers and you know introducing them to their class offering and teachers and if they like it they will usually sign up for a package Um, but in my case I've I've been doing this kind of I'm not sure if it's good to say this out loud but yoga hopping so (laughs) I just get vouchers for different studios of course course. you you need to find the best studios yes and there is always a hardcore uh, selling session once you're finished with the package you purchased but you just need to be mentally really tough yes (laughs) to to resist that and obviously if there is a good studio I might even Mm. end up uh, purchasing extra classes from them so but this is a pro tip. If, if you want to do this but are kind of out of funds, it's it's a good option to... So use Fave and Groupon in other countries as yes. well, or, or similar Yes, and it, it, it's similar to other type of classes like kickboxing, and they have all these sporty activities that you can, yeah. you know, it's, it's a good way to trial. What is your kind of gig? Mm. And especially if you need more inspiration. Yeah. So what would be your sort of recommendation for someone who is potentially not paying too much attention to the stretching or at all um, mm-hmm. at this stage? How could someone start the stretching routine, for example, just at home uh, in the very beginning? Okay, so <clears throat> I would start it with like 10 minutes. 10 minutes, target the, the very basic, let, let's say quads, hamstrings. If, if you... You know, depending if, if you work in an office and you spend a lot of time in front of your laptop, uh, the, the upper back area, um, wherever you feel stiffness and uh, finding the, the stretches, you can easily look at YouTube videos. There are very simple ways to stretch. 30 seconds, you, you, you stay there and just set the timer so you can comfortably maybe listen to an audiobook or watch Netflix or read a book or whatever I don't know listen to a podcast mm. do something entertaining or meaningful at the same time so it will take your focus a bit off um, from the you know slight inconvenience inconvenience that you might experience during the the stretch and um, one good way to sort of incorporate a bit of stretching and and back conditioning into your daily routine is if you happen to have kids 
and you take them to a playground, hang from the monkey bars. Oh, yeah. One or two minutes, hang from the monkey bars and it will do wonders to your back. And shoulders so, as well, right? Shoulders as well. So this is, I think I, I listened to a podcast from a, a back surgeon who said this is the best tip that he can give to any of his potential mm-hmm. customers with any kind of back issues. Just, just hang from the... Yeah. From or if, if you're in a gym, you just hang from a pull-up bar or something. Yeah. It's the same thing, yeah. basically. Yeah. Hanging, because it's such a pleasant way to, mm. to stretch the, the, the joints and the muscles and, and just get everything back into place. Yeah. And then once you're, once you're <coughs> used to that 10 minutes, do it maybe once a week, then increase it to twice a week. Or if you use Healthzilla, it will actually automatically increase uh, your stretching frequency uh, week by week. Um, and then, um, yeah, I would I would say then you can slowly build it up from there, like incorporate those few dynamic stretches before your workout, after your workout, um, and try to find patterns that work in your life, in, in your setting. So, you know, if you if you take a lot of lift rides, if if you work in a high rise building or live in a live in one, utilize the the, the time you spend in the lift or Let's say if you wait for the bus, you can do some stretches yeah, on the, at the bus stop or just find a way to make it comfortable, convenient for you. I, I know you'll get some weird looks in the beginning because you do it out in the open. Um, and, and same with the, with the working day. Just get up from the chair, do, do a few stretches here and there. We actually even have a foam roller uh, at, the work, at the office and nobody gives you any weird looks nowadays yeah. if you do a bit of foam rolling or stretching or something uh, during the workday. So just kind of try to try to incorporate it in, in easy manners into your day and don't start like crazy big because if it's super painful, if it takes two hours each day, you're guaranteed to fail with this habit. Yeah. So start slow, right? Start slow, start easy um, and find a way to remind yourself because the remembering part is the most difficult one not like looking at youtube for inspiration or taking that class but if you're not you know if you're not a healthzilla user and get the the automated reminder of it set a calendar reminder to to remind yourself like saturday afternoon my usual time to watch netflix your something will ping you that oh, now it's time to stretch at the same time. And as you progress, it will get easier. It will actually be more pleasant to to commit to it. And then you might even start doing it voluntarily, even when nobody's nagging Mm -hmm. about it. Exactly. So that's how you build a healthy habit, especially around... Uh, stretching and incorp- you can incorporate that same ha- same sort of method to building habit in in any any uh, areas of your life really. Well, it's, it's been it's been an awesome afternoon. Uh, I, I really feel like going and stretching on the floor right now after after <laughs> talking about this because it is such an important part of of living a balanced and, and healthy lifestyle is to take care of your mobility as as well. So thank you very much, Laura, for this. This has been absolutely. Uh, a blast of a podcast and an informative session as well 
I'm looking forward to more information about about um, fle uh, flexibility, stretching itself, mobility as well. And we'll add a lot of those study links to the um, podcast notes. Absolutely. So if you're interested in reading more uh, in-depth uh, science, go and check it out. Absolutely. And in the HealthZilla app, you have the mobility section as well, so you can test that out. And in the future, future uh, version, which, which will be launched shortly, um, there will be more towards um, uh, stretching as well, as per what Laura just now hinted. Thank you very much, guys. It's been an awesome day. Uh, thank you for listening. Have a good day. Merry Christmas to everyone. And peace.